This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. to the left, two right, one of them's McCaffrey. Purdy, back to pass him and he needs to sack him. He loops it over the middle. Intercepted! Yes! The Vikings beat the Niners! And Cam Bynum has a two-interception night, and now a fight it unfurls on the field. And we're not over-exaggerating that. There were punches thrown. These sour-ass Niners can go ahead and get out of town. <laughs> the final call from the legendary Paul Allen, the Minnesota Vikings play-by-play radio announcer of the stunning Minnesota Vikings 22-17 upset of the heavily favored San Francisco 49ers, a Super Bowl contender no less. Brock Purdy, who had recently never lost a regular season start, now having lost Two regular season starts in a row on the road against Cleveland and now in the dreaded U.S. Bank Stadium Dome where the New England Patriots have lost two games, one last year where Hunter Henry definitely scored and, of course, another one where the Philadelphia Eagles had the rules changed for them so that they could walk away with a Super Bowl win. Salty? No way. I'm in too good of a mood this week because my New England Patriots, your New England Patriots, also pulled off one of the shockers of the week. And that's where we begin with our Tuesday NFL recap here on Breaking Boston for Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. Your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens at Fitzy GFY. And of course, the almighty and powerful Cooper Leonard, our producer extraordinaire at Coop underscore Leon. And Coop, again, I continue to say, the you know, I know Andy Hart always beats the drum. There's no greater reality show. There's no greater televised product. There's no greater form of entertainment in America than the NFL. And while there is myriad frustration and unpredictability this year with, uh, you know, one team on top one week and then another team and then that same team, you know, being an almost double digit favorite on the road and losing the next week. The NFL to me this season is as drunk as it's ever been. It needs to call a Lyft or an Uber, some sort of ride service, go home and rethink some of the decisions that it's made or at least sleep it off and grab an egg sandwich. And yet at the same time, I can't stop tuning into this madness. Like it's the best I didn't season. see the ring. I love it. I mean, okay, so I so let me just ask somebody who's a baseball guy. I want to know, like to I, I like sometimes I like the front runner, the underdog, the up and comer, the sad sack franchise. Like I, I have grown to love the tropes and the traditional narratives of the NFL. The fact that right now, legitimately, the Dolphins, maybe the Bills, hell. Uh, the, the the Ravens, maybe the Browns or probably the Bengals, maybe the Jags, maybe the Chiefs, uh, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the, eh, the Lions, uh, no one from the NFC South, no. could be the Seahawks, Niners, and maybe I missed two or three teams. 
any one of 11 to 15 teams could legitimately say they're a Super Bowl contender right now as we're just over a third of the way through the season. Now, the Chiefs are clearly established now in my Chiefs eyes, and, and I think Eagles, everyone does. Even, like, I know the Eagles have Chiefs their, and a rematch. The Eagles have yeah. their, like, comeuppance, but they still are, like, I think a step above, like, the rest of the <clears> NFC, no? We're stream right now. We are steaming towards a rematch of last year's Super Bowl, and it was a damn good I'm Super okay Bowl. So, that. who would argue? As long as we keep getting entertaining games, like in between, and like you bring up, like that the NFL is drunk, and I think like the perfect example is the Browns Bengals game that happened. The the oh, it's not the Browns Colts. Browns game Colts. I'm sorry. Yes, where like the yeah. Browns aren't supposed to be what they are right now. I mean, they're a competitive team within their division, mm-hmm. which like four- it's a good it's a good defense, but no one saw them literally as a defensive juggernaut heading into that game, having only given up an average of 200 yards. per Exactly. Game. And then you move into the point where you're like, this isn't that palatable because the guy that's lining up at quarterback right now. And you kind of feel mm-hmm. for Browns fans for everything that they go through. They're the lovable losers that the Red Sox once were. Uh, yeah, they don't want to have to root for that human, uh, for that gentleman with uh, accusations hurled his and, way. And uh, he just that, gets you know, like bopped out, and they get and he gets knocked and he gets knocked out of the game, and then and then up from up from Deshaun Watson getting knocked out of the game comes one of the more entertaining affairs of the yeah, year. Yeah, and like that is like the perfect summary for what I think this NFL season has been. It has been ultimately entertaining, and like like we said, the tropes where you have light versus good or light versus like dark Mm -hmm. and like good versus bad. Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes the NFL so great. I mean, with the MLB and the new playoff structure that they've had, you've had all these first place teams like the Dodgers and the Braves and now the Astros that were wagons this year. And they all complain about, Hey, should we take a minute minute to feel badly about the Astros? Absolutely. Should we take a minute to just, I I mean, I feel bad. (laughs) I know. Of course not. But, like, yeah, no, I, what you're getting I have much respect for Dusty Baker, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, it's it's funny now how it's happening in all sports. Like, let's go ahead and look back to the NBA Finals. Nobody expected. Remember, remember how much fun we had mocking the ESPN analytics model saying that the Celtics had a 97% chance to win the Eastern Conference Finals in advance of tip-off? And then the Miami Heat, the eight seed that, you know, plays its way into the tournament, wins. We've had this play out. Jeez, uh, look at this is the year of the dog. This is the most unpredictable year, maybe, Coop, in North American sports. The Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup, and they go up against the Florida Panthers, who beat the Bruins and who improbably make their way to the Stanley Cup. You have the Miami Heat beat the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets finally make their way there. The Heat are an eight seed. They have to oust along the way Giannis and the top seed of Bucks, And then the Celtics, who everyone thought had an easy path, like you just mentioned. The Dodgers, the Orioles, now the Astros. Boo! <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but you're you're um, right. I mean, like, and, and the Braves all, and now and now we have a game seven tonight. Phillies Diamondbacks to go against the Rangers, who were Russo, the top of the league. To it, Mad Dog Russo. I don't know if you saw this. He said if the Diamondbacks yeah. go into Philly and win game six and seven, he's retiring on the spot. Like they're like. It is, it is the year of the underdog. It stinks when your team is yeah. the top dog and you're getting knocked off. That's been happening a whole lot with Boston. But as a whole... I tell you, Mike, I tell you, I tell you, Stephen, I, I, retire, I, retire, I retire right here in the spot. That's, but, like, that is the thing. Like, it has been an incredible year for storylines in sports. And as a Boston fan, it sucks. It sucks right now. But you have to right. look at... Because like, we were used to being the elite you know, and one of the top tiers. 
But I think in a lot of ways for everybody. Now, the Celtics tip off tomorrow night, and on tomorrow's Breaking Boston, we'll do our little Celtics season preview. Uh, the Bruins right now, by the way, are a freaking juggernaut all over again, or at least have gotten off to a blazing start with the ice melting under their skates, 5-0. and I love to see it. Love, 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 because the expectations and the pressure are off that team this year. Um, the Patriots just pulled off their biggest win, not just of the season, um, and one of the bigger upsets of this young, drunken NFL season, but also their biggest win, I would say, in four years, easily since Tom Brady left town. And damn right, it's the biggest win of Mac Jones's career. Yeah, because that game still, if you think about it, that game was a great win, but it was fluky. Okay. This game, while Buffalo still had still made their mistakes and nationally it can be seen just as much as it's about time the Patriots got their ish together as it is. Wow. Buffalo really has to get their ish together. Like there are issues with that offense. They're way too Josh Allen reliant. They're not spreading the ball around. Well, they need to run the ball more effectively. They've got guys banged up on offense and defense, something that is high, highly relatable to the new England Patriots and the Foxborough football fan. So I, I get it, but that's definitely their biggest win of the season. But now, to me, it's all about what they do with that win as opposed to, hooray, they beat the Bills, and they got a big win on national TV, and Mac Jones finally has a signature dub and a big fourth quarter last-minute comeback drive. Um, Real quick, just looking around the rest of the league before we sort of pivot to where the Patriots are headed this week and how all this pertains to them. Falcons with a squeaker against the Bucs. Like I said, the Ravens absolutely annihilated the Lions. PETA called and asked them to please take it easy in the fourth quarter. It was a disaster. The Chiefs dominate i think they have now reascended to the top of the afc the chargers adios we're done with you broncos packers no one someone had to win that game the steelers are the ugliest four and two ever mike tomlin somehow continues to find ways that's who the patriots kind of almost want and need to be now um and then of course you know giants commanders i can't believe tyrod taylor's better than daniel jones at this point and the bears absolutely wipe the floor with the Raiders and a guy named Tyson Badgett, who's got a full chest tattoo and his dad is a professional arm wrestling legend destroyed Josh McDaniels and the Raiders with our old pal, Axel Brian Hoyer, a quarterback, which is what should have happened the previous week. If the Patriots had gotten Devonte Parker out of the lineup and gone more to the Jalen Rager pop Douglas Kendrick Bourne run. Um, see, that's the thing, Coop. There's a chance now in this unpredictable oh and of course sunday night it was eagles 31 dolphin 17. i want to point out one thing about how you can't rule out the patriots this coming sunday and anyone who says like hey that was fun i hope you had your fun competitive game there was a little joy in foxborough for but one sunday but now we need to go back to the losing because we got to get the high draft pick and belichick in his contract i'm not where i you know the patriots aren't part of my uh autumn emotion sports fan plans The one thing I'll say is you can't tell me this particular season that the Pats are just completely a write-off already this Sunday because anything has and will continue to be possible. And also, if the Patriots can can find a way to replicate that style of football and play with that energy, effort, and attitude against the Dolphins team that we just found out, by the way, is also the in-season hard knock squad, that's why I guess we've been getting all of those clips of Mike McDaniel floating all over Instagram and Twitter now. So obviously they've got their cameras around them. There's there's a lot of interest on the Dolphins. <clears throat> Two things here. They can both be true at the same time. Number one, the New England Patriots have never beaten Tua Tungavailoa with Bill Belichick at quarterback, which is stunning to me. Uh, it's just an absolute 
head scratcher. How in the world Tua has the cheat code to beat Belichick? Well, obviously, more people can beat Belichick than not these days, but Tua really has Belichick's number. So this would be huge if we just checked off, Coop, the box of Mac Jones, finally with a signature fourth quarter comeback drive. Okay, why not now check off the box, finally beats his old pal Tua from Alabama. The other thing that's true is that Miami at five and two with this turbocharged offense has not beaten a team with a winning record yet this season. So it's not exactly like the Dolphins are knocking off elite teams front run. Like they're a little are, bit more of is, an offensive is this front a fraud game? Are you declaring this a fraud See, game? That's the, <clears throat> potential. We've got, the we've got I'm not going to ring the fraud siren. Frauds if Miami loses. See, fraud watch. Coop. Let everyone know that we, at, at the 12-minute mark of this edition of Breaking Boston, you have put everyone in Sunday's game on fraud but watch. Just, wow, it is the fraud. Who's the bigger fraud? Is it the Miami Dolphins, who are offensive front runners, or is it the New England Patriots, who aren't who we thought they were or thought they could be? I'm not sure exactly how I mean, goes, we. I mean, but the trophy can be like a little statue of Dan Shaughnessy. Um, <laughs> we can hand it off it, at the end of the game. Like when the coaches do their little handshake, Bill goes out to see McDaniel. Yep. We'll be able to be there, uh, and someone can hand off the the Dan Shaughnessy Memorial Fraud of the Year. Who's the bigger? Fr- well, it's a big game, though. Think of this because, okay, Sunday the Jets are at the Giants. They should win that game, but there's no guarantee. They're three and three, um, coming off their bye. The Buffalo Williams are an absolute mess right now. They've got a Thursday night affair against the the, the Tampa Bay Suckaneers. And then the Patriots play the Dolphins. The Pats have the best record right now in the AFC East. Wild. A win Sunday. Wild statement. Uh, it's, it's not. No, it's bananas to think that we already wrote the Pats off. And now a win Sunday in Miami Gardens would make them 3-5, and five, give them the best record divisionally in the AFC East. A path to 500 at the bye week would suddenly be in, be in sight. And I know no one here signed up for doing path math on a Tuesday morning in late October when we already said the Pats were absolutely dunsky and we were on to 2024. But legitimately, it's possible. It's out there. So, yes, we have hereby at Breaking Boston dubbed it the fraud fraud game. We need like a really like fraud fraud showdown, uh, fraud ball. It's the fraud ball. The fraud fight. It's the fraud ball. A fraud off. Fraud off shotgun? Fraud, no, because who's the big, bigger fraud squad? No, I'll, I'll go. We can go. We'll go with fraud ball until until okay. we figure out otherwise. Yeah, we'll go I'll with the get, fraud ball. I'll get like AI to generate like a nice little graphic for it and everything. Oh, yeah. we should do an AI preview. Do we have that in the budget here at Odyssey slash WEI? Yeah, that's a that's a question. I think you that's going to be a big to. ask. I'm going to have to get back. I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. It's a huge game on Sunday, and again, given the topsy turvy, shaken up snow globe. You know, uh, ant, ant farm on fire. That is this NFL season. I'm I'm not going to tell you right now that the Patriots have no shot on Sunday because oh, the Dolphins and their reputation, and Mike McDaniel's going to want to get one on Belichick, especially after getting exposed on national TV against the Eagles. And let's real quick, Coop, before we go, let's see what is the early line on the game. Ooh, I was at, ooh, I actually I had the AFC East winners. I had that brought up if you wanted that, but. All right. The opening point spread right now is, well, how do you like this? It is, oh, you got to be kidding me. There's no way. What is it? Oh, my God. Is it, are the Dolphins? Are the Dolphins 11 and a half point favorites? Oh. 
Hold on. Hold on. Hold. I know this isn't necessarily everyone's favorite way to podcast. Uh, is this Fandle? Hold the fort. Oh, my word. After I just lost my shirt <laughs> on, and everyone did. Boy, did Vegas clean up um, with Minnesota not winning that game outright. Holy macaroni. All right, your opening line. Four. I've got nine and a half on Fandle. And a half and then of course the pats was nine and a half oh oh baby we're gonna start liquidating Total some assets here we go 47 i I'm, i mean i would take the under on that oh ooh, 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 nine and a half oh i love it i love it i love it all right we'll make so much more of this as the week progresses tomorrow celtic season preview we'll also catch up with everything going on setting the table for the world series how it relates to the red sox as breaking boston goes on this week and yes, between here and the fabulous Six Rings and Football Things podcast feed, we will get you pumped, primed, and prepared for Sunday's now far more important and exciting showdown, the Fraud Bowl in Miami Gardens at Hard Fraud, fraud Rock fraud Stadium. Rock Stadium. Between, <laughs> fraud Rock Stadium, baby. Between the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. All right, there's your Week 7 recap and a little early, far too, never too early preview of Patriots at Dolphins for Week 8 here on Breaking Boston. For Coop, this is Fitzy. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. Follow all the great podcasts here in the WEEI and 2400 Sports Network. We will talk to you soon. Get ready, baby. Fraud Rock Stadium Sunday. It's going down.